Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right, welcome to episode 13. I am Josh Roar. And I'm Laura Sturm. And welcome to the podcast, Powerlifting and Power Ballads. So we're going to move right into the Power Ballad for the track of the week. I love this stuff. Nazareth, Love Hurts. There's just not a more epic song. So, Josh, facts. Love hurts. Love scars. Yeah, we should not yeah. sing during this. No, this you're right. That will make people like stop Stop listening. listening. So uh, a couple fun facts about Nazareth. They were formed in December 1968 in Dunfermline, Scotland. Um, They actually took their name from Nazareth, Pennsylvania, which is uh, one of the lines in the band's song called The Weight. And when I say the bands, I'm not talking about Nazareth. There's a band called The Band, and they have a song called The Weight, um, and it goes, most of you probably heard it once you hear the lyrics. I pulled it into Nazareth, feeling about a half past dead. I and if the song. You, I didn't even know that was the name of it. So and if you, you listen to the actual song, it probably sounds more like what you're used to hearing. But, but that's where the band Nazareth got the name Nazareth for their band was from that song. There you go. There you go. So I have a, a short story about this. I had this in a, um, a playlist. Um, for Valentine's Day, like I always consider Valentine's Day being like the, the black day of love. <laughs> like I, I was um, newly divorced. So I put together this podcast, this, I'm um, sorry, this playlist and Nazareth Love Hurts was in there. And I was just like, so yes, feeling it like, yes, Love Hurts, my divorce song, um, even though it's really a good thing. Um, and I had shared that podcast with a couple people and one of my friends, um, like was kind of laughing at me. She says like, you're way too emo <laughs> about this. Cause yeah, Valentine's day. Love hurts. And congratulations, Josh, on your wedding anniversary last week. Ah, thank you. Uh, somehow I made it to three years without hope getting tired of me. So that's a win. Woo-hoo. Uh, we had an awesome, uh, we just took a week off the grid. Basically. Um, we were no phone, no, cars or no motor cars not a single luxury basically um wow where were you uh we were north of jacksonville at this it's called a hip camp we found like this rv that you can rent on a honeybee farm and basically we we shared a pasture with two donkeys that were just roaming around in there and they gave us like treats and stuff to feed the donkeys and other than that we just had like campfire a grill and a camper and a real wow. big a real big porch with a roof on it and it, it rained a couple of days there so we just got to set outside on the porch in the rain and literally we read books we played games and that was about it it was pretty fun that sounds amazing i'll have to get the information about that place for you yeah. from you it was great uncle, actually uncle jeremy i already sent it to uncle jeremy he might be going <gasps> uncle jeremy uncle jeremy Hartman. yeah so uh Moving on to uh, some news, um, the IPF announced officially that they're going to move to the new weight classes for the women as of January 1st, and USA Powerlifting sent a newsletter out on Thursday saying that 
USA Powerlifting will also follow those new weight classes. So uh, basically what's happening is the 72 kilo class is going away as of January 1st. And it's being replaced by the 69 kilo weight class and the 76 kilo weight class. So basically we're losing one and gaining two that spans that same thing. And there's some questions that have come up about how to qualify for nationals with those new weight classes. Um, so basically, essentially the rule is uh, one, one class up, one class down over the span of those weight classes. So for example, if you hit the qualifying total at 63 kilos this year, then you can either lift in the 63 kilo class or go up to 69 next year. Um, if you hit the total at 60, I'm sorry, if you hit the total at 72, you can go down to 69 or up to 76. And then if you qualified hitting the qualifying total at 84 kilos, you can lift at 84 or go down to 76. And the confusion is, is basically, what, like what that means. So basically that applies to the rest of 2020 because the rest of 2020 still has a 72 kilo weight class. And currently there are not basically the the qualifying totals for uh, the new weight classes will come out towards the end of the year going into 2021. So January 1, 2021, the new weight classes come into effect and the, the qualifying totals for each of those new weight classes will also be available. So if, you, if you're trying to qualify now before 2021, that's where the, the rules of up and down essentially come into play. But as of January 1, you'll have to hit the qualifying total at your new weight class if you're going to qualify after December 31st of 2020. That, that hopefully, makes makes, hopefully makes sense. Um, so that I got actually a few questions about that. So that up, that class up, class down, I will not count after January one. That's only for the remainder of this year. And the qualifying period, I guess, just for people that that don't know, um, basically for national meets, it goes from January one of the previous year until uh, basically thirty days out from the national meet. So nationals in twenty twenty one, you can qualify anytime between January 1, 2020, which is this current year, which is why we have the variations of up or down for the remaining of the year, up until 30 days prior to the meet. So. So when you hit your qualifying total is going to be what determines. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you do it this year, then that up or down rule applies. If you do it next year, you have to have hit the qualifying total at that new weight class. So we're in that cool. new weight class. So why were those new weight classes made? Um, basically, a couple of reasons. Um, the, the IPF and USA Powerlifting, I guess, as well, has wanted to have more of an equal number of classes for men and women, um, just so that it's, it can be – because especially now with, with a lot more women being involved, it's, it's, it's much closer to a 50-50 split. So having the same number of weight classes just made sense. And, you know, just making sure that we have equality there. So the other thing um, is looking at the, I guess, the bell curve of the number of lifters in each weight class, the 60, the 63 and 72 had a significant, I don't know the exact numbers, but a substantial percentage of the overall female lifters were in those two weight classes. Um, so 
you know, there was talk about adding a weight class higher than 84 because in the U S a lot of, we have a, we have a lot more lifters in those higher weight classes, but worldwide um, the, the majority of the lifters fell in that 63 to 72 kilo range. Well, I'm sorry, 60, the 63 to 84 kilo range, those three weight classes. Mm -hmm. So looking at the numbers, it made sense to actually add two weight classes in between that 63 and 84 to, to make it more of a balanced, to make the weight classes more balanced in terms of numbers overall. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of people were kind of wondering, you know, well, in the, why don't we have a higher than 84 kilo class? Well, in the U S that kind of makes sense for us, but internationally, that's really that, that wouldn't actually affect anything internationally. So these weight classes come from the IPF. So that's, that's the weight classes that uh, they went with. And that's what we're going to go with as well. So what's going to happen with the American records that were set at previous weight classes? I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm assuming they're going to be retired just like, just like they were when we switched from the original weight classes. Um, I don't even remember what year that was, 2008, 2009, 2010, somewhere in there. We went from like the, you know, 165, 181, et cetera, switched to the new ones. And basically those records are still there. They're just considered retired records. And then new records were established in the new weight classes. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Basically, everybody that has 72 kilo records, those will be considered retired records and won't show on the active. I mean, you'll be able to look them up, but they won't show on the active weight class records. Um, so there'll be new records up for grabs, essentially. Wow. Still not coming out of retirement. Ah, you or me. <laughs> Um, probably either. <laughs> Maybe you are. I, I'm kind of like limping out of retirement here and there, but uh, I, I typically like hobble back into retirement shortly after I limp out. So that's what master lifters do, Josh. Yeah. Hobble and lift. And yeah, I'm clo I'm closing in. I'm I'm just over two years away. Ooh. Yeah. So craziness, craziness. Look, look out, 2023. <laughs> Um, hopefully we'll all be back to normal and um, rocking out at lots of meets by then. Oh, yeah. So out. let's move on to the new lifter tip from Team Raw Powerlifting, chalk versus baby powder. Yeah. Wow. So this is something that I see a lot. Because um, they're both white powder. Yeah. So it looks the same. It does look the same. The and same. when you go to a meet and you see everybody else applying, you know, throughout the squad, everybody's putting the white, this white powder on their hands. So you do that. Even if you've never used chalk before, then you bench, same thing. And then you get to deadlift and you see people applying this white powder to their hands and to their legs. So you think, oh, I'll put some white powder on my legs too. And what people don't realize is during the deadlift, people are applying baby powder to their shins and legs to reduce the amount of friction between their legs and the bar. So basically you want chalk on your hands for grip and you want baby powder on your legs to reduce friction. And I guess a lot of people don't realize that, that there's two different, I guess, white powders being used. So that's just something that we, we wanted to mention because I've seen it over and over with new lifters and, you know, sometimes even new lifters will put baby powder on their hands because they, they see people using baby powder during deadlifts. So they think they're putting it on their legs and hands. So they, they're distinguishing, you know, baby powder must be for deadlifts, chalk must be for squat and bench and not realizing what the purposes are for each one. So 
Right. Um, a lot of the, a lot of lifters that have been around or even, even lifters that, you know, realize after the fact that they made that mistake, they look, they, they think this is a trivial thing now, but everybody I've seen so many people do it. I think it's worth mentioning just to kind of help, help people not make that mistake in their first meet. I would totally agree. Um, one of the things that when I'd say when putting baby powder on the legs, um, be careful not to be stepping in it because then that's your, if, especially if you're sumoing, that's your grip on the floor. And when you're stepping in baby powder, you're going to, it's going to get slippery. Yep. And it, it helps to have a friend help put it on your legs because I mean, that kind of sounds stupid too, but you don't want to get it on your hands. That's the biggest thing. So when you're putting it on your legs, you know, if there's a little bit of it on the bottle or something like that, now it's on your hands and how do you get rid of it? Well, you know, most people, their natural reaction is to rub their hands on their legs. Well, guess what? You just put baby powder on your legs. You just made it worse. So if you have a friend or a handler or a coach with you, um, just usually let them do it. And, you know, you can hold your hands out in front of you like you don't know what to do with them. That's fine. <laughs> so the strangest thing I ever saw was someone taking um, like almost blocks of chalk, like big chunks of chalk for the deadlift, like big chunks of chalk in their hand as they grip the bar that just smashes the chalk. Like that's going to help. Uh, I have to say, no, that's probably not going to help. It actually might not help because the pieces would be breaking and moving and yeah. You don't need a whole lot of chalk in your hands. Yeah. That's just, that's just being high maintenance. That's really not effective. Extra. Um, yeah. Being extra. And then, and then, then five minutes later, that's probably the same lifter complaining that there's no chalk in the chalk bowl. <laughs> same guy. Yeah. <laughs> or girl, don't, don't single out the guys. It could be either one of them. Um, but if it's, but if it's you, stop it. It's stupid. Don't do that. <laughs> Judgment, Josh. Yep. That's, that could be a new segment. Yes. Judgments from Josh. Or, or we can we can turn it into a power ballad. We can spin it off of the Hungry Eyes song, Judging Eyes. <laughs> Josh is watching, so better not lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't sing. All right, we'll move on. All right, upcoming meets in Georgia. What do we got going on? All right, so the November seventh and eighth, the USA Powerlifting Viking Strength Sports. Veterans Day Open is uh, in Savannah, Georgia. That's been on the calendar for a little while now. And it actually is now part of the um, uh, Savannah Strength Con, which is going to have a couple different strength events going on in the same convention center. So it should be kind of cool. Um, but newly added to the calendar in Georgia is December 13th, which is a Sunday. Um, that's going to be the USA Powerlifting Sewanee Holiday Havoc. So, um, that one's going to be run by Becky Holcomb and Kathy Mealy. So the, that should be a, a, a another good meet to add to the calendar. Um, so if you guys are looking for a meet, those are your two options for the remainder of the year. And there should be, there should be quite a few meets added to the calendar for 2021 soon. Um, I guess keep your eyes open for that. But you can find information on both of those events if you go to usaplgeorgia.com. And click on upcoming events. Woohoo! And the state meet is usually in February. Is that right? Yeah, it's usually it's usually yeah it's usually in February. Usually we do it the weekend. 
let's see, when do we normally do it? It's usually the weekend after the Super Bowl is typically the, mm. the meet. Yes, so. except for that one year we did it on the same weekend. Yeah, that, yeah. stupid meet director. Boy, do better, Josh. Yeah, so, well, to top it off, it was the year that, so the year that, so we're in Atlanta, Georgia, and we always try to plan the state meet away from the Super Bowl. Well, the year that I forgot to look at the calendar in depth, we planned it on the Super Bowl, but it also just happened to be the one year out of however long that the Atlanta Falcons were in the Super Bowl. So not only, not only did we plan it on Super Bowl Sunday, but everybody in Atlanta Falcons fans were watching the game or wanting to watch the game instead. Mm. So, so I was that guy that, that kind of messed Epic up. Epic fail. Yeah. Anyway, it, it happens. happens. It happens. Yeah. It's okay. We forgive you, Josh. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right. Welcome. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, PL Ballads Podcast, or email us if you have any topics you want us to cover, plballadspodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Topics, questions, pet peeves. What have you got? Complaints for Laura. <laughs> And, or, uh, oh man, I had this planned out how to say it. Um, send, send your compliment. Yeah. Damn it. I messed up. Send your, send your compliments to me and your complaints to Laura. That's what I was trying to say, man. Good thing Thanks I practiced try. that before I said yeah, it. Yeah. I think all the complaints need to go to you, obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Wow. All right. Well, all on right. that note, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. All right. Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.